<laughs> Greetings, listeners in Listenerland. Welcome to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, government, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. We originate from and connect the Gateway City to what's going on regionally, nationally, internationally, and galactically. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. we just came off a spaceship. With I know. That. That's good. That's good. You know, we're, we're approaching uh, the holiday season, That's and right. yeah. I remember as a child, we had advent calendars, I, and they were paper, uh-huh. and they'd have like one through 31 on them, and my mom would put it on like the, the radio stand or the okay. mantle, and oh, wow. you know, at the end of the day, you'd get a chance to open the little doors up, Let's and see what's going there would on. be a saying in there, like, I don't even remember what they were, yeah. just a picture you know, like a candle or something. Yeah. So being the Catholic family that I grew up in, mm-hmm. we had Advent wreaths Ooh. that had four candles. So the last four Sundays before... Right, right. You would light them. Before Christmas, right. And we would light one, and, and there'd be a little something we'd do. And the Christmas candle in the middle, you'd light on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And I was always worried. It's like they always had, like, this uh, this evergreen. I'm going. You know what happens if <laughs> you're going to light the place up? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I I came across this this new book. It's called Journey Through the Advent Calendar. It's by Rachel Browdy, mm-hmm. and she's a mom. She's also a teacher, and we're going to listen to an interview that we pre-recorded. But it's very fascinating because how she approaches advent calendars. In the way that she does, I'm, I'm teasing you folks, okay. and she's going to be doing some presentation and some book signings. One's going to be here in Kirkwood shortly. I'll look those up and talk to, after the interview here. Okay. But very fascinating because she she kind of piggybacks off of some other kind of authors that people would know. So let's oh. listen to this interview that we had with Rachel Browdy about her new book, Journey Through the Advent Calendar. Maybe you have been wondering what Advent calendars are. There is an author who just published a through Beatty Publishing and Reedy Press, and it's called Journey Through the Advent Calendar, and it's by Rachel Browdy, who is our guest today. Rachel, how are you? Really good. Thanks for having me. Advent calendars, I remember those growing up. We would always open one on each day of the month of December. How popular are they still with families? Oh, they've taken on a transformation where they no longer just have candy in them or sweet treats. Now there's socks and I even saw the other day at a store in a wine advent calendar that you count wow. down. Yeah, so it seems they're becoming even more popular and trying to bring back some of those memories of being a kid for adults by incorporating adult beverages even. So it seems like they're getting pretty popular. And I know the socks are usually themed around a movie or something. So it seems like they're it's coming back. These are different kind of advent calendars than I'm used to because we had, it, yeah. was, it opened up and you just had a little door that you opened and there was a saying behind it or something that you might get if you had to find it. That was about it. There weren't a lot of the popular things going on right now with advent calendars. And how long have yeah. you been working on this book? So we've actually talked about this book last Christmas and the idea of it. And then I started working on it last Christmas and I we had it finished by October. I really put a ton of effort into making sure that it was well done and incorporated all sorts of 
cool themes and everything because I wanted it to be good, but we still, we wanted it to get out this Christmas. So we managed to do it, which is a miracle. It is. What are (laughs) some of the themes of the book? So the Advent season and Advent calendars in general are interesting because a lot of people buy them and use them and they know where the term Advent comes from. So what I did was I took the story and I kind of ignited the meaning of Advent into the story to give the Advent calendar in the story meaning so people understand more about it because it's often the Advent season is associated with preparing one's heart for the coming of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And those four candles on an Advent wreath, for example, represent the four weeks that lead up to Jesus's birth. It represents um, hope, faith, joy, and peace. And so I incorporated those themes in the book. And the cool thing about those four themes is they are four things that are four virtues that pretty much the whole world agrees with that we should have these things in our lives. And so it was fun to write a story where a young, he's in middle school, he's 14. He, this boy learns all of these virtues in the book in a fun and way that's dramatic and has lots of magic and cool worlds in it too. Kind of uh, Lord of the Rings and Chronicles of Narnia. That's what I understand. Yeah, I Love, absolutely love Tolkien's writings and C.S. Lewis, and I enjoy their popular stuff as well as some of their stuff that's not as well known because they have a cool way of incorporating positive values and meaningful history and background of humans and in a fun story that people can identify with and then share all worldwide. And it's like people are sharing these awesome virtues through those stories and people don't even really think about it because they just think it's a fun thing to watch, but it's actually teaching some awesome lessons. Both of those authors have rather lengthy run with, with middle school students and high school students and even adults at this point who go back and revisit those books that have, they read in their childhood. And you have a, a couple degrees in history and are a teacher. So this investigation into the history of the Advent calendar must have been a journey. It was. I really enjoyed it because I grew up in Washington, Missouri, and I live there now and with my kids. So I moved away and then moved back. And I, so I went to Catholic school and grew up with a lot of Catholic background. And then I went to get my degree in history and secondary education. And I got my master's degree in history. And I absolutely loved writing this book for that reason, because it allowed me to investigate into more of the history of these ter- of the terminology and some of the theology, and then take what I know as a history teacher about the globalization of Christianity and how it really can unify everybody under these positive ideas and virtues. And we, if we embrace that people all over the world are believing in these same things, I think it can bring people together. So it was really cool to be a part of something that incorporated not only what I teach every day, but also my beliefs in general. So give us a rundown a little bit. Don't give the book away, but the main character and describe how he comes to understand the four virtues that you mentioned, hope, faith, joy, and peace. So he is struggling because he's a 14-year-old boy who lost his parents. 
And before he lost his parents, his life was pretty much put together and things were going the way he wanted. And then after his parents die, he is adopted by one of his family members who is a Catholic priest. And he's not ever, he's never been really a religious kid. So he gets introduced into this new world of Catholic school and being like required to go to church and he doesn't really understand. And he gets this gift of an advent calendar. And that advent calendar pulls him into a whole new world where it is based off of the advent season and Christmas. And so inside the world, there are four lands. And in each of those lands, he has to discover something in order to get back home. So it's a journey that he knows he's going to have to learn something and achieve and overcome obstacles. But at the same time, He's scared because it is, it's a land filled with good and evil and the obstacles are frightening and he's learning new skills as well as trying to believe in some, there's some magic in there too and some sorcerers and everything. Yeah, so he's got quite a journey ahead of him to achieve his way back home. Was there any personal kind of reflection that went into the character, the main character or some of the other characters that you represent in the book? Definitely. I. It was fun to write the story from a different perspective because he's a teenage boy. So I had to like think about that and try to figure out how to write like a teenage boy thinks. And so it was really, that was fun. And I have a lot of boys in my family and I always joke around about being raised by boys when I was younger. And so it was really fun to think about what I loved about that part of my life and incorporated into the book. And then the different people that Zachariah meets along the way, the sorcerers who basically help him out are all based off of significant saints. And those saints are in the Catholic church that have meaning and people pray to them to ask them to pray for them for different purposes. St. Jude, for example, for healing. And so even though the sorcerer isn't named St. Jude, I took the personality traits and characteristics of St. Jude and put those into that sorcerer. So it's cool because I got to also pull in some awesome historical figures who have a connection to the virtues of Advent into the story and help Zachariah. And it was fun to bring them to life and give them a personality and a sense of humor. So that was cool. So Zechariah, he lives in, in modern-day United States, but he's taking this journey through the Advent calendar, which is the name of the book, folks, by the way, the journey through the Advent calendar. And he gets to come back because he does find out about these four virtues, hope, faith, joy, and peace. And I won't let you say anything about the end because we want people to get the book and who would this be written for mostly would this mostly be elementary middle school high school who would be interested in purchasing this book and reading it so we initially were targeting middle school age students so that's who it's written for is middle school age kids and then the interesting thing is when we had beta readers reading it People of all ages really liked it, which was so rewarding and exciting. We had, I had a student read it who was 18 to because I had asked him to read it to make sure that I was on target with how like 14 year old boy is thinking. 
And he loved it. My nine-year-old read it and liked it. My 13-year-old read it and liked it. And my own kids are very, like, they'll tell me the truth because they're my kid. <laughs> so they won't hold back. So they enjoyed it and are looking forward to having their friends read it and talk about it. And then adults have read it. And I had an adult who just recently was reading it the other day because it just came out. And they said, I, I couldn't put it down. And this adult is in their 40s. So that was really cool. I'm so excited that people are finding meaning and value in the story and finding some excitement to it when it's kind of, it's geared toward middle-aged or middle school-aged children, but everybody is enjoying it. So that's awesome. That's been really awesome. And even though it's an Advent calendar book, Journey Through the Advent Calendar, and would which would coincide with the Christmas season. Is it something that could be read all year round because of those four particular traits and virtues that you're talking about? Oh, definitely. I, so it has, it definitely has a lot of Christmas to it and the holiday season. You can see things in there, but the overall meaning of the story and those four elements can be appreciated all year round. So you could pick that book up anytime and enjoy it because the other cool thing about it is the idea of those virtues and Christianity are things that people all over the world enjoy. And so the four lands inside this Advent calendar world are one is cold and has snow like Christmas, but then one is more like tropical. And so it's incorporating all of these different places. So people can definitely pick it up and read it any time of the year. Rachel, how can people get the book? They are available everywhere books are sold. Our publishing company has a website you can order from. I have a personal website that people can order from. So you can get them anywhere books are sold. So that's readypress.com, and your website is journeythroughtheadventcalendar.com. Is that correct? Yes, that's, yes, that's the book's website. And then I actually write fantasy thrillers for adults as well. So I have a website where you can get those and Journey Through the Advent Calendar, and it's rl-daily.com. So they're also available on that website. Excellent. And you're going to be doing some book signing and some presentations. When are those and where are they? I have a nice long list of them now, which is really exciting. So I just had a book launch event last night in Washington, Missouri at Just Glow Boutique. And then I have some library visits set up for November 12th. I'll be in Jefferson County Library. I'm visiting three schools during the day, so I'm doing school presentations as well. And then I have November 17th, I'll be in Washington Library. And November, let's see, 19th, I'll be at Christopher's in Kirkwood. That's Saturday, I believe. And then after Thanksgiving, it picks back up and I'm going to like Warrington Library and Owensville and Deer Run Library. So I have a nice long list of the dates and times on the website and so does the publishing company. You're going to be very busy. I am. I know. <laughs> I also have three children and I'm a teacher. So I'm trying to make sure that I try to keep these like short and sweet and beneficial to everyone so that they enjoy it and I don't get too worn out. So, yeah. Rachel, we appreciate you taking time to talk with us on St. Louis in Tune and best wishes in the success of the book. Thank you. Folks, the book is called Journey Through the Advent Calendar by Rachel Browdy and it's available at readypress.com, also journeythroughtheadventcalendar.com. 
Again, Rachel, thanks very much for talking to us on St. Louis in Tune. Yeah, thank you. I enjoyed it. That was a fun time, Mark. It was yeah. a really fun time talking to her because it sounds fascinating. And just the book is 320 pages. So it's wow. it's kind of like a Tolkien or a C.S. Lewis book. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's right. very, very similar to, to those right. with okay. the fantasy, and mm-hmm. but it's woven in with, uh, yeah. you know, those four virtues. Yeah. Sounds like it's something that comes from her heart, too, or, you know? Yeah. She yeah. Felt good about. On November the 12th, she's going to be down at the Jefferson County Library, November 17th in Washington, Missouri, oh. November the 19th in Kirkwood at Christopher's, December the 1st out in Owensville. So go to her website, which is journeythroughtheadventcalendar.com. You can check that out and make sure you get your time and the venue correct. Ah. Uh, that it's not canceled or that you get the right time because sometimes those things do change. Thank you. We appreciate you listening to this episode of St. Louis in Tune. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out our website, stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. St. Louis in Tune is produced in cooperation with KWRH 92.9 FM and Motif Media Group. For St. Louis in Tune, I'm Arnold Stricker.